Hello and welcome. It's nice to be with you. Does it seem like everything in life is complicated or turned around? Too many signs remind us that the world can be a hard place. It can appear that dysfunction is common, that too many things divide us, that bad is winning. I'm here to remind you that regardless of the challenges you face, or whatever may be happening in your world, there is another chapter just around the corner. Good wins. Goodness will prevail. Good things will happen to you and for you. I now invite you to rest for a moment. Set aside your cares and concerns. My clock is set for 20 minutes so you can return to what you were doing before. May our time together give you comfort, assurance, and hope. There is no doubt we are influenced by our environment. I live in a medium-sized town in the Midwest. The population, income level, and general optimism hit its peak just before I was born. Each of these things has been on a steady, gradual decline ever since. Slow and constant deterioration is like death by a thousand cuts. It's painful when all you see is loss. It changes you as stores close, roads crumble, and people move away. Schools get old, fall apart, and aren't replaced. It's hard to think abundance when you are surrounded by lack. Environment matters, but it doesn't have the last word. You do. The environment you're in has, in part, made you into the person you are today. But it doesn't have to limit your tomorrow. The title of my message today is Rise Above Your Environment. A number of people grow up in an ideal environment. Loving parents, supportive, understanding friends, abundant resources, and a positive attitude. Others have just the opposite. The place we live, our family, our choice of friends, and our economic fortunes are lacking. We live in a difficult environment. These things affect us, but only until we realize that we have the power to make a change. May I use an example to explain? I'll use an egg, a carrot, and a coffee bean and how each is affected by a negative environment. Place an egg in hot water, and the egg gets hard. Some people react to a harsh environment by getting angry, mad, short-tempered. They may be tense, rigid, or tough. Living life this way every day takes a lot of energy. I imagine many eggs are tired. Place a carrot in hot water, and it gets soft. Carrots retreat. They lose their feelings, both of happiness and sadness. 
They're vanilla, sometimes almost invisible. They may have lost whatever feelings or excitement they had. Carrots sometimes check out or fade away. Opposite of the fighting egg, carrots just grow quiet and passive. Place a coffee bean in the water, and it changes the water. Forever. For good. Coffee beans make boiling water tolerable, and to many more desirable. Here's the remarkable thing. A harsh environment unleashes gifts and qualities hidden inside the coffee bean. Coffee beans change the environment. Which are you? Are you content with your answer? Here's the good news. If not, you can change it. Honesty and awareness are the first steps toward change. You can be whatever you want. I was a carrot. The hot water of my childhood made me withdraw, become isolated, and seek to be perfect so I wouldn't be punished. So my parents would stop arguing. So people would like me. My brother was the opposite. He was an egg. Hard-boiled. He rebelled. Acted out. He fought back. In fact, he spent most of his life fighting something. Neither of us was right or wrong, good or bad. It's just the way we reacted to our environment. My desire is to be a coffee bean. I want to be so aware of my environment that I have an impact on it, not the other way around. I asked myself, what would a coffee bean look like? I came up with this. I believe a coffee bean is a person who is intentionally nice to others, especially those having a hard time. Giving a smile to someone working in service or retail. A little larger tip to the server who's struggling but obviously trying. Having more patience. Holding a door for someone. Small things. More recently, I began to imagine I could put words to my life experiences to help others overcome what they face. I am a product of my environment, but I'm turning my scars into something positive. You can choose to do the same. My wife and I once attended an event celebrating the life of Martin Luther King Jr. The venue was filled to capacity. There was live music, awards, singing, a lavish meal, and a keynote address. It was a wonderfully happy event. The evening speaker was an African-American woman who shared her story of how Dr. King's legacy affected her life. She heard her first racial slur at the tender age of five. Instead of feeling anger, she chose humility. A few years later, she began to think about what she wanted to be, her fifth-grade teacher told her that she should be a teacher because girls like her didn't grow up to be attorneys. Instead of thinking defeat, she chose strength. Upon graduation and when she had entered the working world, a supervisor made a comment about her looks. Your hair isn't professional. Instead of hearing, 
you don't belong, and believing it, she chose forgiveness. Simply because of who she was, namely the color of her skin, she was ridiculed. There were times when it appeared that people wanted to cast her aside. She realized she had a choice. She could listen to the words of others, letting those hateful words sink in, or not. She chose to accept herself. Do you notice a theme? Choices. The intersections of her life, you and I have them too, provided her opportunities to do one thing or another, essentially a choice between negative and positive. How often we face intersections or life gives us the opportunity to choose. Rarely does life hand us an ironclad, irrevocable pronouncement. Almost always, life gives us a choice. How will we react to what we've been given? To the handicap? To the housing? The income? The insults? The rejection? The job loss? The love we lost? The people who abandoned us? The woman we saw that evening is just that, a picture of where she is today, a confident, successful, and strong person, a snapshot that doesn't show the young girl she was, the challenges she overcame, or the barriers placed in her way. She would tell you that she wouldn't be the person she is without them. Nor do we see the person she will be in the future. Life isn't finished with her. It is doubtful that the road ahead will be entirely smooth, easy, or straight. No, it is likely to include trouble, heartache, loss, or pain. But she will face those with the same attitude that has served her so far. She will remember the successes of the past to help address the wrongs of the future. Like before, she will have choices. I'm betting that she will choose a positive attitude. She'll choose good. Why? Because she knows that good wins. This woman had dreams. Dreams to become more than she was. More than she saw. More than the environment that surrounded her. She wanted to be an attorney, a lobbyist, a college professor. Today she is. Yes, all of them. What are your dreams? What are those secret desires you haven't told anyone? That thing you just can't get out of your head or your heart? I hope you have dreams. If you don't, allow yourself to imagine, to create, or consider what inspires you, what you want most of all. The next step is to put them to action. A dream happens with our eyes closed. To make our dreams a vision, we must open our eyes and look forward. As I've said many times before, your life will go in the direction of your thoughts. Face the direction of your dreams. To make her vision a reality, she needed to follow others who knew how. She found role models. May I remind you that we were there that evening to honor Martin Luther King, Jr.? 
She mentioned Dr. King. Did she know him? Did they ever meet? Was he her personal coach? No, not any of these. It would have been impossible. He died many years before she was born. How, then, would she claim him as a role model? May I answer that with a question? Why shouldn't he have been a role model? Does someone need to be alive to make an influence on you? Years ago, there was a phrase that became very popular. What would Jesus do? Four simple words that point to him as a guide for making decisions. I can relate to her choice of Martin Luther King. I have had many role models. I still do. A few of them are actually aware of it. Most have no idea. Many are still alive. Occasionally, I find a new one. A role model is a person who has something you want. You may admire their wealth, their personality, their kindness, compassion, selflessness, courage, or their talent. You won't become them, but you can take away parts of them that make your life richer. Who do you look up to? Who raises you? Who lifts you? Who, when you think of them or when you're around them, causes you to be your best self? These are, or can be, your role models. I believe the saying, it takes a village to raise a child. Each villager is a role model to the child. Few people make it on their own. Even the most avowed self-made man is standing on the shoulders of someone. Ask any professional musician, and they can tell you immediately who influenced them. They may have never met them, but they know their work, their style, and their sound. Our speaker that evening talked about the choices in her life. Is her story unique? Is what she did impossible to duplicate? Is she the only person alive who could endure negative environments and hold her head high? To be proud? To be happy? Of course not. And that was part of her message. She shared her story as an example for all of us that evening. She chose to work hard, chose a positive attitude, and she chose to win. I'd say she chose well and chose good. May I speak to you from my heart? Environment matters. It makes an impact, but it doesn't have the last word. You are stronger than that which surrounds you. You are powerful. You are perfect just the way you are. Don't let the negative words of anyone stick to you. You are not less than. You are precious. One of a kind. With incredible gifts, talent, knowledge, intelligence, ability, and insight. You have grace, beauty, patience, discipline, and resilience. You have a future, a future beyond what your eyes can see today, a future bigger than your past, 
not defined or limited by your environment. A future designed just for you. You have choices. You can see what lies before you as a limitation, a closed door, or a dead end. You could also see the same things and choose to consider them as a detour, a temporary setback, or an opportunity to rise higher. The choice is yours. The environment that surrounds you and the experiences in your life provide you not with immovable barriers, but choices. Remember the egg, the carrot, and the coffee bean? The environment releases the gifts hidden inside the coffee bean. I believe that describes you. You have kindness, strength, compassion, and one-of-a-kind goodness deep within you. It's waiting to come out to the full. You may share some of those wonderful qualities that make you you, but there is more to come. Make the choice to let the full you shine brightly, so brightly that you change the world around you. You are only stuck, you are only stopped, if you believe you are. As the saying goes, the quitter is the one who stops trying. You are not a quitter. There may be quitters around you. There may be those telling you to quit, to give up on your dreams, to just stop trying. They don't know what's in your heart. Only you know that. Speaking of your heart, this is the place you hold your deepest dreams, the most sacred place. What is in your heart is the most precious. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't do or can't become what is in your heart. Dust off those dreams, wake up that vision, stir up your energy and your drive. See yourself doing and being your best. You are writing your story. You may not get to determine the beginning, but you create the middle and the end. Make it a flourishing finish.